Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. You're listening to At Home in Connecticut, your guide to all aspects of daily living in Connecticut. Hosted by Bill Pierce and produced by WTIC News Talk 1080. Good morning, my guests today. All right, Caitlin Bernabusi, who is Public Affairs Specialist uh, with New England Donor Services, along with Rinku Shrestha, who's a volunteer and the father of a liver recipient. And uh, obviously, uh, organ and tissue donation this morning will be the uh, subject of the program. Caitlin, uh, welcome or welcome back, because you've been here before. Thank you. And uh, you're welcome. And uh, Rinku, uh, welcome in. Uh, first time on the program and uh, pleased to have you both here this morning. Thank you. You're- uh, Caitlin, first of all, could you just tell our listeners again a little bit about New England Donor Services? Sure. So New England Donor Services, we're actually a new organization, and we're an affiliation of two nonprofit organ procurement organizations, Life Choice Donor Services and New England Organ Bank. And our work is New England-wide um, to coordinate the recovery of donated organs and tissues from nearly 200 hospitals um, to provide life-saving and life-enhancing transplants to those in need. And uh, I know there are many people who are awaiting an organ transplant. Can you put a number on that, uh, that, that number of people? Nationally, there are just under 120,000 people waiting for an organ transplant. Right here in Connecticut, we have um, about 1,400 people, and the need is so great. Uh, about 22 people die every day because there is such an, a shortage of organs available for transplant. And. and- how do people generally feel about organ donation? I know years ago uh, they, they were a little bit apprehensive. Mm-hmm. Have things gotten any better? They really have. Um, this, all the studies we've done show that about 95% of the population supports donation mm-hmm. um, as a, a wonderful gift and act of charity. What we find is that people don't necessarily register as donors at as high rates as saying that they support, um, about 46% of the population in Connecticut is registered. Mm-hmm. I would say in general, people really do see the benefit of donation and transplantation, especially when you hear the personal stories of people who mm-hmm. are here and alive and well today because of this incredible gift from a stranger. And um, what is the most frequent uh, operation? What organ do people most frequently need the kidney. Mm-hmm. So 80% of those people on the waiting list are in need of a kidney. Um, the the good news about needing a kidney is that you can't, I don't know if this is good news or not, that you can be on dialysis. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's difficult. It's hard on the body. It takes a lot of time, but it can buy you some time while you're waiting for transplant. And you can also receive a kidney from a living donor. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't, we, it doesn't necessarily have to come from someone who has um, a deceased donor. Uh, Rinku, uh, your son uh, had a transplant. His was a liver transplant. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about that? Uh, yes. Um, uh, we received um, um, uh, in this, uh, the liver transplant was in April 28, 
the transplant happened on April 28th. Since the transplant, uh, how has his life been? I, I assume things are going well? Yeah, he's doing excellent. Uh, his health is excellent. Um, now he, um, you know, he he used to, he can he can run and he can jump around and uh, things are now completely changed after in a few years. Uh, you know, um, so yeah, he's he's doing excellent now and uh, we are happy, very happy with his uh, health and uh, yes, we are. Did he have to wait long for, for the donated liver? Actually, he, uh, we, I mean, he waited for I, if several months he wait, mm -hmm. and uh, when doctor, uh, you know, recommend us to because we are lack of the information of in our um, in our background we never had this we never heard actually this kind of uh, situation never had never happened and uh, so um, so myself I would start uh, studying about the situation uh, about the problem and uh, when doctor doctor keep forcing i mean they recommend to have as a family donor and myself as i was a universal donor so um then i just stood up and then you know what i'll do it and uh, uh, by the time and i was uh, in in test are doing well and uh, and I was in the same time, I was studying how things are going. It was, I feel kind of a little scary, but, um, but it wasn't. It was, uh, it was, uh, it was, uh, I was in good hand. And, you know, like I said, I, myself, I was a lack of the information about mm -hmm. the uh, donor, but I was studying and then I feel comfortable. And um, I just, uh, and I also met to a patient who already, donate and that was um, my her she was my uh, um how you say uh motivate or inspiration mm -hmm. <laughs> uh and then i just uh you know what, i'll just do it and then and i was perfect match for him and it's stories like that 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 hopefully will get more people to donate i guess you said like 46 percent of the adult population is, is registered as a donor in connecticut but there are still myths and misconceptions about the whole thing there are, and I think that's really the gap, uh, the reason why we have that gap between the number of people that support donation and the number of people that um, have registered. So one of the biggest things that stops people from registering as a donor is concern um, that they're not going to receive the best health care. Um, they worry that, oh, someone's going to see that heart on my driver's license, and instead of taking care of me, they're going to let me die so that my organs can go to someone else. Huge myth. Um, it, absolutely not true. I have not met a nurse, a doctor, um, anyone who uh, is more interested in saving someone else's patient's life than their own. Um, that, that's not really why people get into medicine. Your decision to be a donor does not impact your health care. Um, in fact, when it becomes time to talk about donation, it really isn't until someone has been declared dead. Um, and it's a very sensitive situation. It's handled with great care by the healthcare system, by the, the donation team that comes on to work with the family. Um, but you, a person's care is the first priority. And before we go, I would like you to tell people what they can do to become an organ donor. 
It's so easy. Mm-hmm. We've made it very easy. So you can go right online to registerme.org. Um, that's our online registry. It takes seconds, minutes to sign up. And just by taking that quick action, you're signing up to help as many as 75 people through your gift of organ and tissue donation. So I well, I think of all those people on the waiting list, and it, it matters so much to just one person that would receive that tremendous gift. Just imagine the impact you can have on 75. It's pretty incredible. And you can still, uh, I understand, you can still do that on your driver's license, have it designated as an organ donor. Absolutely. So most people that do sign up actually do it um, at DMV or AAA when they're getting their Mm -hmm. license um, or renewing. And you can still do that. And all that information goes into the registry as well. All right. And hopefully you'll get some more donors signed up as a result of what we've been talking about this morning and and Rinku's uh, story here as well. Well, thanks for having us. Okay, thank you both for being here. That is uh, Caitlin uh, Bernabusi, who is Public Affairs Specialist with New England Donor Services, and Rinku, Rinku rather, Shrestha, a volunteer and the father of a liver recipient. That's our program for this morning. I'm Bill Pierce. Join me again next Sunday. You've been listening to At Home in Connecticut, a public service project produced by WTIC News Talk 1080. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.